Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Africa Connected with Standard Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. We're sending Pan-African broadcaster Lee Kasumba to unpack doing business across the continent. This uh, month, she's of course in Kumasi in Ghana. We're following her journey on africaconnected.co.za. That's where you can find it too. Uh, the social media hashtag is hashtag Africa Connected. Right now though, let's hear what uh, she's been up to. Lee, good morning to you. Good morning, Bongani. How are ah, you this morning? I'm very happy because I finally have you. Yeah, the connected Yay. work today. Now, of course, uh, I mean, climate change is a big uh, deal, um, particularly, of course, uh, the political issues in Ghana as well. How are the rules of investment working in Ghana to keep up invest- investor confidence? So yesterday we had a, a really insightful conversation with Joshua Tete from the Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly. And he spoke, you know, I've been speaking quite a lot with my crossings about how the king slash the monarch are the, the custodians of the land in Kumasi um, and in the greater Shanti region. And basically what he said, that one of the reasons why investors have so much confidence, so we have investors here from India, Brazil, uh, Italy, um, and from the Netherlands as well. He said one of the reasons why they are so confident is that because every single deal and agreement that is made is made with the Ghanaian government but the the main signatory on that deal is the monarch and that means that the agreement can never be changed it can never be broken so basically with investors they know that when they invest in the Kumasi um, and greater Ashanti region that they never have to worry about if there's a change in political administration or anything like that because in Kumasi basically the government kind of works really closely with um, with the monarch and the monarch are the ones who make the final decisions. So I thought that that was yeah. quite insightful. Wow, the monarch's law is law in perpetuity. That's a very, very interesting way to do business. Now, of course, the large-scale developments happening in Kumasi. Uh, so what, what does that mean as far as real, it's real estate investments? So in terms of real estate investment, um, again, um, the, you know, Joshua had mentioned to us about how the, the, you know, between the, mon- the monarchy and the government here that they've noticed for many reasons, um, you know, Kumasi is the most populous city in, in Ghana, although, um, Accra is the capital city. And also because Kumasi is a transit city. So a lot of people from outside, um, of Kumasi in other countries pass through. They decided because of this and because of urbanization that it was important that they start to, ensure that there is upmarket, so to speak, uh, real estate for people to stay in. And Manshia um, Palace is where the royal family resides. They, they actually have the museum and then the actual palace across the road from them. And right around there, they've actually allocated 80, 80 acres sorry, of land um, for real estate de- um, development, for upmarket real estate development, so that they can house all the different people who are coming in. And people can start to have a life here instead of coming through um, doing work and then leaving after a few months or a few years or that sort of thing. So I thought it was really good. Um, and also, I've seen that property area. It looks like it's quite prime property. So if I had the money, seriously, Bongani, if you send it my way, I'll, I'll buy something right there. Ah, that's where you invest. All right. Informal yeah. trading in Kumasi is also an issue? 
Yeah, so informal trading um, is really the backbone and the core of the economy in Kumasi. And most people and most families are actually generations deep into informal trading. Now, um, yesterday we went to Kejetem Market, which is the largest open-air market um, in West Africa. And speaking to some of the traders, you know, I was quite fascinated to see how they really um, are so innovative, so to speak, when it comes to outsourcing different, um, you know, outsourcing their goods. So they basically said that most of their families, um, you know, what they do is that they have actual agents who they deal with, um, you know, who've been the, the family agents for a long time. And they're based out in places like China and Turkey, Italy. They do the buying. They import everything in. So it's really good to see how they, you know, they actually have agents. Everybody would think that if somebody's an informal trader and their goods are just kind of on the ground, that they don't really have a plan. But there's a plan. There's a process. It's generations deep. And it's part of the family um, heritage. So I thought that that was quite good. All right, we'll have to leave it there. Lee Kasumba there on the line from Kumasi in Ghana. So if you want to know more about Lee's travels, you can go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank, of course, calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa Connected to give you in-depth, first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and the innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank, moving forward.